Nilu, Nilu, cried Binya. She scrambled barefoot over the rocks, ran over the short summer grass, up and over the brow of the hill, all the time calling, Nilu, Nilu. Nilu, blue, was the name of the blue-gray cow. The other cow, which was white, was called Gori, meaning fair one. They were fond of wandering off on their own, down to the stream or into the pine forest, and sometimes they came back by themselves, and sometimes they stayed away, almost deliberately, it seemed to Binya. If the cows didn't come home at the right time, Binya would be sent to fetch them. Sometimes her brother Bidju went with her, but these days he was busy preparing for his exams and didn't have time to help with the cows. Binya liked being on her own, and sometimes she allowed the cows to lead her into some distant valley, and then they would all be late coming home. The cows preferred having Binya with them, because she let them wander. Bidju pulled them by their tails if they went too far. Binya belonged to the mountains, to this part of the Himalayas known as Garhwal. Dark forests and lonely hilltops held no terrors for her. It was only when she was in the market town, jostled by the crowds in the bazaar, that she felt rather nervous and lost. The town, five miles from the village, was also a pleasure resort for tourists from all over India. Binya was probably ten. She may have been nine or even eleven. She couldn't be sure because no one in the village kept birthdays. But her mother told her she'd been born during a winter when the snow had come up to the windows. And that was just over ten years ago, wasn't it? Two years later, her father had died. But his passing had made no difference to their way of life. They had three tiny terraced fields on the side of the mountain and they grew potatoes, onions, ginger, beans, mustard and maize. Not enough to sell in the town, but enough to live on. Like most mountain girls, Binya was quite sturdy, fair of skin with pink cheeks and dark eyes and her black hair tied in a pigtail. She wore pretty glass bangles on her wrists and a necklace of glass beads. From the necklace hung a leopard's claw. It was a lucky charm, and Binya always wore it. Bidju had one, too, only his was attached to a string. Binya's full name was Binya Devi, and Bidju's real name was Vijay. But everyone called them Binya and Bidju. Binya was two years younger than her brother. She had stopped calling for Nilu. She had heard the cowbells tinkling and knew the cows hadn't gone far. Singing to herself, she walked over fallen pine needles into the forest glade on the spur of the hill. She heard voices, laughter, the clatter of plates and cups, and stepping through the trees, she came upon a party of picnickers. They were holiday makers from the plains. The women were dressed in bright saris. The men wore light summer shirts and the children had pretty new clothes. Binya, standing in the shadows between the trees, went unnoticed. For some time she watched the picnickers, 
admiring their clothes, listening to their unfamiliar accents and gazing rather hungrily at the sight of all their food. And then her gaze came to rest on a bright blue umbrella, a frilly thing for women, which lay open on the grass beside its owner. Now Binya had seen umbrellas before, and her mother had a big black umbrella, which nobody used anymore because the field rats had eaten holes in it. But this was the first time Binya had seen such a small, dainty, colorful umbrella, and she fell in love with it. The umbrella was like a flower, a great blue flower, that had sprung up on the dry brown hillside. 